Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to Full Power. We lead men in ardently pursuing God. Uh, so blessed and thankful to have Stephen Tucker, my good friend in the studio today. He's going to be sharing a little bit about his journey with God and uh, he's going to be a new dad. So super excited about that. Stay tuned. Welcome. Hey, Steven. What's up, dude? What's up? How you doing? Feeling kind of awkward. Feeling kind of awkward. Man, you're in the studio. Come on. This is a good place to be. No no point in feeling awkward here. All good things. All good things. So, uh, um, you mind opening us up in prayer? Dear God, thank you for this day. Um, thank you for letting me enjoy my time with Andrew today. Um, thanks for keeping me safe through this journey and, and with the three deaths I've had in my family. Um, just keep me going strong. Um, dear God, uh, keep us healthy with the baby in Jesus name. I pray. Amen. 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 Well, cool, man. Well, I haven't seen you in a little while. Been busy. What you, what you've been busy with working 12 hour shifts, working 12 hour shifts. Well, there you go, man. So, uh, so tell me, uh, tell me about the, uh, the big news. Everybody wants to hear about the big news. Oh, uh, well, I came home from work one morning, got a pregnancy test. Hopped in the shower, got out, and found out I was having a baby. Now, now, uh, tell tell me how that works because I'm assuming that uh, I'm assuming that you missed a part where you weren't the one actually taking the pregnancy test. Well, I got them for. Her. Well, so Bree's actually right here in studio, so I'm going to defer to her. What he said was he hopped in the shower and he hopped out and then he had a pregnancy <laughs> test and he was pregnant. That's what he just said and we got it on camera, so it's it's official and real. But uh, yeah, man, well, congratulations, you guys. Thank you. And uh, um, you showed me you showed me picture of little baby, has a throwing arm. That baby's pretty big for two months. I know, I know. So uh, I think Miss Fernanda was telling me you guys kind of have an idea on the due date. So yeah, when's that coming? Uh, June 28th, June 28th, summer baby. There you go. There you go. So, uh, so what's, what's kind of going through your head? What's, what's, what's ruminating up in there? I got a lot of stuff to do before the baby's born. Yep. Well, not that I'm an expert, my friend, but, uh, you'll never be ready. Yeah. They'll, They'll be like moved out of the house. Like you'll have grandkids and you still won't be ready to be a parent. So they say, uh, don't, don't wait until you're financial, financially ready, but you'll never financial financially be ready for a kid. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it, you know, really it's even more than that. It's, it's, uh, stepping up into the responsibility of this as a human being, I have to be a dad to this entity. And, uh, so tell me, tell me, so as we're kind of thinking about, you're going to be a dad, you know, you're adulting now, Yep. you're adulting now. So tell me a little bit about, uh, tell me a little bit about your journey with Jesus and uh, how's that playing into, uh, getting ready to be a dad. Um, I mean, at first, like, like it kind of, actually it kind of falls in place. Cause when I first met you, I was off in a bad spot. And then I got baptized, saved, started going to church. Yeah. And then I fell off again for a little while. And then um, when I found out I, I was having a baby, it's kind of like how God took me in. Now I got to take this baby in. Yeah. So it falls under, it's, it's crazy how it just falls all under the same yeah. aspect. Yeah. That makes sense, man. You know, because, 
you know, God's our father and now you're going to be a dad and, uh, you know, big shoes to fill a lot, a lot of things going on. So, uh, what, what do you think the biggest challenge is going to be with being a daddy? No more hundred dollar pair of shoes. Oh my goodness, man. I've, (laughs) I've never had hundred dollar pair of shoes. Look at this guy. He's talking about having this million dollar mansion where he's got like 18 offices to play a video game, uh, studio in every room. Yeah. Video game, a different video game console in each room. Hey man, that's, that's how you gotta be. And then you have to have an 18 car garage because you have to have 18 different vehicles, you know, and then you have to have one of those little super small garages for your golf cart. Yep. Cause you haven't arrived. Until you have a golf cart. Exactly. It's just how it is. Or a gator. A gator. There you go. We're, we're from North Carolina. <laughs> we don't have golf carts around here. We have gators. But yeah, man. Well, uh, I know personally I have not arrived because I don't have a golf cart or a gator. <laughs> so, you know, I got some work to do. But uh, yeah, man. So um, uh, tell us a little bit about when you first first met Jesus. Was it, it, was, was it before summer camp no, or really. it was at summer camp was kind of the moment? Well, Growing up, I had religion shoved down my throat, so yeah. I didn't really, I didn't really like going to church. I mean, I did, but at the same time, I didn't because it was just so shoved, yeah, shoved and shoved and pushed. And then I just quit going to church completely. And then I was at Boys and Girls Club, and everybody knows Miss Kendall um, was like, Look, "You want to go to this summer camp?" And I, and I was like, "Sure, I guess." And then we went to the summer camp, and then when I got baptized and saved, that's when it really all fell in perfect place. Yeah. So, um, let's, let's kind of relive this. Cause that was uh, honestly, that's probably one of my favorite summers in my life. That, that was like, so good. Yeah. So good. So, um, tell, tell me and tell, tell the, the guys hanging out today with us. Tell me about when you were in the auditorium, when we were at summer camp, and what was kind of going through your mind before you went down front and accepted Jesus? Um, they were doing the, I believe it's called the sinner's prayer. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's what it's called, yeah. the sinner's prayer. And I had my head bowed, and I just felt, like, not sick, but I just felt this power mm, going over me. Yeah. And I got real, like, warm and then cold real quick. Like, it kept going back and forth. And then out of, that's just menopause, man. That's not, that's not salvation. That's menopause. No. And then out of nowhere, I started bawling my eyes out. Yeah. And then, um, I was like, yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready to go. Yeah. That's good, man. And I, I remember you, you know, you went down front and, uh, you were, you know, I could tell you're just had the spirit moving and, you know, like you said, you were kind of weeping about it and no shame in that because, you know, that's, that's when, you know, as God's showing up is because there's almost always in my experience, when there's a movement of the spirit, there's, there's tears, yeah. you know, it's just, it's just kind of, they, they kind of link up. So, um, you know, I was so excited to be part of that, that moment and that summer with you it was so cool. And then, uh, you know, then we kind of came back and started doing life together and, and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, now, uh, now you're now you're gonna be a dad and you'll be a grandpa man i'm gonna be a grandpa so you know i uh i wasn't ready for that so uh, you know that's a little bit of a shock but uh you know i i have a beard and it's starting to salt and pepper so i'm starting to look the grandpa i'm already bald so you know there's there's you know i'm already kind of looking beyond my age so i i guess i can be a grandpa and it'll be okay 
If you hadn't noticed, I keep referring to myself as Uncle Andrew. <laughs> so I kind of have a little bit of age there, but you keep calling me grandpa. So I'll just, I'll just own it. It'll be good. It'll be good. So, um, tell me kind of, um, you know, what, uh, what do you envision is going to be some kind of stuff you put into place to make sure that your son or daughter or possibly more than one, we might have, might have twins or triplets or you want one quadruplets. What? Man, you can't just, you just can't dole out your unborn kids. You'd be like, oh, well, I only wanted three, but we got four. So you want one? That's going to be rough. You can't do that, man. <laughs> but uh, how, how do you, um, how are you going to, you know, you got, let's, let's be honest here. You've got big shoes. You're going to be leading your household. You're going to be leading yep. Miss Bree. You're going to be leading your kid slash maybe kids. So what, what's, uh, I know that's, that's kind of a lot kind of a lot it is you know but what uh what have you already thought through is going to be like something that you're going to cling to you know how are you going to be that leader in your family well i already set a goal before the baby's born i want to make 10 grand okay before the baby's born enough mm -hmm. where i can take a week off work when the baby's born that's good yeah. yeah um and that's why i want to move out of hendersonville so mm -hmm. i can be alone to raise my family where because yeah. let's be honest, Henderson's di way different than when I grew up. When it got growed up. up, like Hendersonville ain't a good place no more. Oh, now hey, Come don't on. be a hater. It's all right. It did get growed up though. It got growed up. But everything in Rubberton is cheaper. Rufferton. Yeah. Rufferton. <laughs> it's cheaper. Um, just like I found a what was it a three bedroom, one bath or maybe two baths for like six hundred a month. Yeah. I, I mean, it, and the thing that I really like is it's God's country down there. I mean, yeah, it's all sticks. If, if you go to like the equestrian center, I don't know if you guys have been down there, but if you get down that way, like once you pull off the interstate exit, I mean, you just look up and there's like mountains for miles. Yes. It's, it's just so beautiful. It's so beautiful and it's less expensive. So, yep. all right. So I'm going to stretch you. All right. Listen, I'm going to stretch you. Kinda, you ready? It's like, weird. it's like yoga. It's like yoga. yoga. You're going to be stretched. All right, so I'm proud of you that you got a financial goal. What kind of what kind of like spiritual goals do you have? Um, I definitely need to get closer closer to God since I fell off for a while. Yeah. Um, but it's it's hard for me to go back to church because I work twelve hour shifts most weekends. Yeah. So I I just can't get off work and go in because I'll be asleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's real life. But uh, I definitely need to start reading my Bible again. Yeah. Um, and start going back to church if I can. I hear you. I hear you. So um, what, what can me and Miss Fernanda do to support you? Well, I mean, I could start coming back over to y'all's house a lot more. Hey, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Start showing up. But, uh, yeah, man, yeah, we, we'd love to have you guys always. And, uh, um, you know, I, I think that uh, I can't underscore it enough, and I, I don't, I don't share it to scare you, but I share it to kind of prepare you mentally that you've just got, you've just got a big, big responsibility ahead of you. And I'd encourage you to think of it, you know, m very holistically, you know, like, uh, mentally, how are you going into it? Emotionally, how are you going into it? Um, spiritually, how are you going into it? You know, it's not only the financial piece, although uh, I'll be honest, the financial piece is huge. Um, so you know, I think you've definitely got good grounding and good foundation there. So keep that up. But uh, how, ha how has the job been going? 
Um, I love it, but it gets rough some nights. All right. Well, don't badmouth anybody. This is going out to the internet. So oh, I won't. your boss will see it and be like, <laughs> oh, Steven, we don't need that guy anymore. No, I love Kimberly Clark. Um, the group I'm through right now is called MAU. So it's a temp service, but in like three, four months, if I want to go to Kimberly Clark full time, which is what I plan on doing, yeah, because um, I got better benefits. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only thing is, it's two weeks day, two weeks night, okay. But which is perfect, so I can take care of my kid two weeks during the night and then yeah. two weeks during the day. There you go. But um, yeah, and Kimberly Clark, the starting pays better, the benefits are better, yeah. You get raises more, but uh, I love it. It's just when your machine breaks down. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh. No fun. No fun. No fun at you all. You got to get used to standing on the concrete Ugh. and steel toed boots. Man, look at you. Look at you. Being, being, uh, dude doing adulting. But other than that, actually, it's pretty fun. It's actually one of the best jobs I've had. Good, man. Good. So, um, MAU, they're, uh, I think they're, they're right next to, uh, Mary's Burrito, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they're literally across from my gym. That's, that's fantastic. I park in front of their, uh, their, uh, building there like every morning because they're not open yet. So I'm like, Hey, free parking. Yeah. They're not officially open, but that's where I had to go to do my orientation and stuff. There you go. There you go. Well, that's good, man. That's good. Well, cool. So, um, what would you say? I'm going to put you on the spot. So get yourself, get yourself mentally in the zone. You ready? You ready? All right. What would you say the most significant bit of wisdom that God has shared with you thus far in your life has been? I know that's a big question. Big question, man. That's a lot because it's, it's a lot of different reasons. Well, give me one, narrow it down to one, narrow it down to one. Yeah. Give me a good one. Don't give me one of those shoddy ones. That's no good. He's definitely (laughs) taught me if somebody's not physically behind me to have my back, yeah. That there's someone there always to have my back. Yeah. Spiritually. Yep. That's good. That's good, man. That's good. Well, cool, man. Well, um, that's kind of that's kind of all I got. You got anything else that you want to share before we kind of bring this thing to a close today? Um. Yeah, I'm mad at you because now I feel like I'm about to have a panic attack. About to have a <laughs> panic attack. Well, don't do it until we stop recording because that that that'll just be weird on camera Is this and on what the it's mic. Like to be famous. Man, yes. Uh, you know, as soon as you're on full power, that's like instant. I mean, overnight, you're going to have like 2 million Instagram followers. You know, you're just, you're just going to blow up overnight. It's just how it so. is. <laughs> yeah, that's right, man. That's right. That's just, that's how, that's how it works. That's how it works. But uh, cool, man. So um, with uh, anybody listening and tuning in today, if they wanted to connect with you and had any follow-up questions or wanted to encourage you or anything, uh, what's the best way for them to connect with you? Like oh, Instagram or yeah, probably Instagram. What's your, what's your handle on that? I can't even remember. Oh my goodness. This guy check. doesn't even know. You mean you don't Instagram yourself? No, I don't get it. Miss Bree. What's his handle? Do you know his handle? Oh my goodness. It's S T. Okay. X H E N 26. Okay. There you go. I'll put it in the show notes. It'll show up down there. I don't, and, I don't uh, get on social media that much no more. Let's, uh, let's do a high five. Can we do a high five? That's awesome. That's tell, awesome. Tell him when you first met me. I was on my phone all the time. Oh my gosh. So this, this guy, you know, we're talking about him having a job here and I, I tell you, man, this, this guy couldn't even hold down a job because <laughs> he was on his phone like for a freaking 22 hours a week. 
you had a part-time job just sitting on farting around on your phone. Snapchat alone had like 30 hours. Oh, it was, it was terrible, man. It was the worst. I mean, I'm getting fired up about it right now. That's why I gave you a <laughs> high five because man, I'm, I'm glad, uh, I'm glad that, uh, Miss Bree whipped some sense into you and, uh, got you off your phone a little bit. Good night, son. A new car payment will break old habits. Man, you don't need a car payment. I done told you to get you a cheap car that would go the distance, but then I you had to get I some fancy Hyundai. I love my car. I know you do. I, I really wanted the Honda. Well, man, someday. Work hard, man. Work hard. 2020 is nice. Hey, man. I don't know about the 2020, but my 2021 is pretty nice. Look. <laughs> oh, let's go. Let's go, man. Well, cool. Well, Stephen, thanks for hanging out, man. I'm going to close this in prayer. Uh, so if you don't mind, bow with me. Right. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for hanging out with Stephen. I just lift him and Miss Bree up to you and the baby and the pregnancy. Lord, we just ask that uh, you surround them with your love and your support and your protection, um, that you lead them in the way that you would have them to go and that you would uh, bring um, folks alongside them like me and Miss Fernanda and everybody else to just... Uh, uh, encourage them and be there for them. And like Stephen said, have their back Lord. And, um, we just, uh, ask that, uh, you continue to watch over us and, uh, guide us in your will and just trust you and praise you in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. All right, guys, thanks so much for tuning in today. Um, if you want to connect with us, as always, we are fullpower.com or you can get us on social media at we are full power. You're loved. You're sent. Get out of here. Have some fun. We'll catch you on the next show. Peace. <laughs>